Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Hello, welcome to this week's journal entry where we are uncovering, or not uncovering, we are busting a myth. I always hear this. I always hear I don't have time to journal. And after about two years of coaching women in their journals and connecting with women who have yet to journal for this reason, I've learned that this might be the biggest myth. This is what I specifically hear. So you might be able to resonate with this or say some version of it, or you're like, yep, I told Sam this already. I hear, I just feel like I need one hour of uninterrupted time to dive really deep. And I just don't have that with kids or other responsibilities. I just don't have that time. So when you think that it takes a longer time to journal, like an hour, of course you are viewing that as a requirement and journaling feels like a task. It feels like something you almost have to do, not something that you are excited to do. And I will say, Journaling in the way that I prompt you through does take longer than gratitude than typical gratitude journaling. Typical gratitude journaling is like think of three things that you are happy about today today or that excited you. And I at least I used to write I am so grateful that the sun is shining. I am so grateful for my health and the health of my family. I am so grateful to be living by the ocean. And that was it, like 30 seconds and done. And now I journal in a way that just makes me feel more. It makes me feel better. And I'm able to work through these bigger emotions or just thoughts that I have and questions that I have. And so it does take a little bit more time, longer than 30 seconds, but it definitely does not take an hour. I think the only time that I've taken an hour to journal was maybe two times. One, the very first time that I journaled, and two, the night that my ex-husband left. I remember he left at 2 a.m., and I just, of course, could not fall asleep. He left, for those of you that don't know, to drive down to Florida. And so it was, that was like his moving day. And so I just stayed up and I just brain dumped. But when you think that it has to take that long and you need that amount of uninterrupted time, you, I would almost feel like a little stressed because you have a feeling likely that it might get emotional and you don't want to have to go through that before having to jump back into mom mode. Or you might feel like, You don't want to spend an hour journaling because it'll feel like an hour wasted because you have no idea what to write. So in this episode, you're going to learn how long it really takes to have an effective journal entry. I'm going to share with you tips on how to actually view it as something that you get to do versus something that you have to do. And I'm going to give you journal writing prompts to get you started. And not just any journal writing prompt, a journal prompt flow that's going to feel really good. Jumping into the the very first thing, how long does it take? On average, 15 minutes. That's it. 
an article written by Deepak Chopra, who is an incredible man, if you don't follow him, he said that you can experience the benefits of journaling in just 15 minutes a day. And some people do write for hours. And maybe that's where the myth came about is that the, the people who write for longer are the ones who, who share more. But other researchers also say that journaling for at least 15 minutes, three to five times a week, not even every single day, just three to five times a week can significantly improve your physical and mental health. And I will say, once I started to journal consistently, I obviously felt the mental benefits like almost immediately, but I focused less on my physical health. I worked out less. I rested more. I just kind of ate what I wanted to eat, nothing like I wasn't following any sort of nutrition plan and I lost weight. I just felt like I was relieving the weight on my shoulders and I was losing weight while doing everything. It just became easier to get healthy. So while it doesn't take a full hour, it only takes the 15 minutes. If you are new to journaling, brand new, the easiest way to begin is to find a time and a place where you won't be disturbed and just start writing. So if you can find uninterrupted time, just 15 minutes worth, that is ideal. I'm a few years into consistent journaling and I even prefer a place that has peace and quiet, not like the mornings that my son wakes up early. I really want to get a journal entry in because I truly feel like I get to do this, but it's just so distracting have a TV, having a TV on and then my son asking me questions or I most likely wanting me to play with him. So if you can find that space for you. And then once you've got that space, here are some tips to make journaling even quicker, but no less effective. Okay. In fact, probably more effective than what you're used to, or if you've never journaled, than what you are thinking it could feel like. The very first tip is don't worry about spelling or grammar. This is something that I never really stumbled upon, but this is probably the second biggest hangup. The first hangup is the time, the time that it takes to journaling. The second hangup, people don't start writing because they fear that they have to write perfectly, that it has to be pretty handwriting, that the grammar has to be perfect, uh, that the spelling has to be accurate. Just remember you're writing for yourself and no one else, and you don't even need to go back and read it. I always have misspelled words. And I just, I'm writing so fast sometimes just because my brain is going quicker that I join two words together and I write a word that is not a word and I just move on. I, it literally does not phase me. I only started noticing that when people started telling me that grammar is something that holds them back. And I was like, what? Release, release. Next tip is start with a prompt and I will provide one later on. But these really are great to get your juices flowing. If you do sit down and you're like, I have no idea what to write, a prompt is essentially something that you can think of to start writing. The one that I did this morning is write about a time that you knew something in your life had ended. I love that. I wrote about my divorce, but I could write about so many things, like just 
friendships in the past or jobs in the past, um, personality traits, right? I feel like I used to be bend over backwards and be this really bad people pleaser. And I don't feel like I am that anymore. So when was that shift in me? I think this is such a cool prompt. Next, lock yourself in a room. Now, this is optional. You do not have to lock yourself in a room, but this is ideal if you fear that someone might come in and interrupt and disrupt you physically just by simply being there, they could like your thought loops would just get all confused or emotionally. I actually did this the very first time that I journaled. I remember I was sitting on my couch in Manio, North Carolina, and I just had a lot going on in my brain. My ex-husband was sitting right next to me and I was like, I I'm going to get up and I'm going to go journal. And he was just like, okay. So I picked up my journal and I went into our spare bedroom and I locked the door because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I have so much that I just need to brain dump. And I don't know if I'm going to be happy or cry or what. I just knew I felt overwhelmed. So I locked myself in there and I did end up crying. And I was so grateful because I thought if he were to walk in on me journaling and crying, I just wasn't at the point where I could express how I was feeling or what I needed in that moment. So it just felt like my truly like a safe space. Lastly, I get this question a lot. Is it okay to type as a journal entry instead of writing? And typing meaning on a computer or on your phone, like the iPhone has a new journal app. There have been studies where writing is more effective because it truly allows you to slow down, to think more, and to process better, essentially. However, I believe any writing is good writing because you are getting things out of your brain and onto either paper or, you know, a digital paper, let's call it. So, and also if you have a lot of feelings, like if you feel like I need an hour to journal because I'm feeling this, 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 and this, and then this happened, and then she said this, and then he did that, then I highly encourage typing because it is just so much that it's just kind of like spitfire in your brain. And it's kind of, it realizes like, oh my gosh, she's letting me out. She's letting me like say what I truly feel. And typing can just allow you to get it out faster. And then you can go back through and say, okay, when I wrote this, I felt some sort of way about that. And you can write about it in your journal physically later or another time. So I think typing is totally fine, especially if you have a lot on your mind. And if it's the only way that you're going to journal, go for it. I personally journal in the mornings, ideally before my son gets up, because you never know, like I said earlier, what, what kind of questions you're going to be asked or what kind of games they're going to want to play. So right now I wake up around 545 and I write as I sip my pre-workout. And I usually look at the clock when I start and then when I finish. And it's usually between 15 and 20 minutes long. So before I looked into the research behind it, I knew that my time was 15 minutes. And then I saw that and I was like, wow, I'm like right on track. So with that being said, I never give myself a time to journal. If you've ever signed up for my 
how to start journaling resource. It's free. And I give tips on how to start journaling. And one of them is the tip that I already mentioned about not worrying about spelling or grammar. The other one is releasing expectations, one of them being time. I know some people sit down and they say, I'm going to journal for five minutes or 20 minutes or an hour. And anytime I do that, I swear, I just, I'm constantly thinking of the clock and it just gets in my head. And that's the only thing that I can think about. And so I never time myself or think in advance of how long I want to journal for because I don't want to also get in the mindset of I have to journal for X amount of minutes. So I write until nothing else flows. And sometimes that's five minutes and sometimes it's 20 minutes. But that brings me to the next topic that I wanted to cover with you is the belief that we get to journal versus have to journal. When you think that you have to do anything, it's viewed as a task, right? And our interest in it immediately goes down. It's almost like somebody telling you, you have to feed the dogs. And you're like, oh, but I don't want to feed the dogs. But if nobody told you that you had to, you think, oh, it's five o'clock. So the dogs should eat right now. Maybe I'll go feed them. Such a silly, like simple example. But it applies here too. When you view journaling as something that you get to do, when nobody's like saying you need to do this, it's something that you almost yearn for and you get excited for it. And the easiest way to get excited about journaling is to realize like what it's doing for you, right? The benefits of it. And there's so many benefits. So I'm going to just share with you a few of them. And any of the ones that hit you or like really sink in, Think about that the next time that you want to journal. Think, I'm doing this because I know that it will help me with X, Y, Z. And that will likely, at least the first day, get you to show up in your journal, have a better formative journal experience, and you're going to want to show up the next day too. So there's a million benefits of journaling. One I like, and it's so basic to me, maybe, but it can help you clarify your thoughts and your feelings, but it can also, along the same lines, track patterns and trends and improvements and things like that. So journaling is perfect for if you have a busy day and you want it to go smoother, journal through that. Or if you have tasks throughout the day that you're not necessarily excited for, you can journal through that and find a way to enjoy them more or how to take them off your plate and to not feel guilty about that. Also, track how you feel, right? One thing that I offer as a resource is the journal prompt archive. And inside of that is a mood tracker. And I love it because you track your mood for 30 days. And if you realize that you are consistently in a lower vibrational mood on Sundays, for example, you can proactively journal through it and find things that you can do, see, listen to, believe, feel, eat before then so that when Sunday comes around, you have this arsenal of tools and you'll actually be happier on Sundays, right? So that's a really cool perk of journaling and how you can utilize it. Also, this might just blow your mind. Journaling can help you heal faster 
mentally, we know this, but it can help you heal faster physically. In a study that was done in 2013, they found that 76% of adults who spend 50 to 20 minutes writing about their thoughts and feelings for three consecutive days, two weeks prior to a medically necessary biopsy, were fully healed 11 days after. Meanwhile, 58% of the control group had not fully recovered. Isn't that wild? I'll say that again. 76% of adults who journaled about 20 minutes writing about their thoughts and feelings for three days consecutive, two weeks prior to a surgery, were fully healed 11 days after. And then the control group, 58%, had not fully healed. Elizabeth Broadbent, she's a professor of medicine at the University of Auckland in New Zealand, and she is the co-author of that study. She explained it this way. She said, we think that writing about distressing events helped participants make sense of the events and reduced distress, thus helping the body to heal faster. And I love that I can now forever reference this because Prior to journaling, I was the person who stuffed stressful emotions and like anything, anything big that was in a feeling, I just stuffed underneath and I was like, eh, I'll deal with it later or never. And it was because I thought that like talking about it and dealing with it would cause more pain than not. I thought it would be easier to just not talk about it, but Physically, people are healing faster when writing about these events and the pain and the distress and all of that. So writing is so healing and writing consistently can be a challenge too, especially if you're new to it. So much like meditating, for example, it takes patience and commitment. I keep saying I want to meditate and I know that too is like 15 minutes a day but you just got to start with one thing and remember what you're looking for. I think with meditation, I'm like, I don't know. I haven't attached anything to it yet. That is something that I want to do because others say it's good for you. Whereas journaling, I feel the difference, right? So I would love for you to attach something to journaling. How do you want to feel? What do you want to work through? Or if you do have experience with journaling, tap into that great feeling and show up in your journal because you get to. Last but not least, my journal prompt for you. I use journaling, if you can't tell, to feel something. I use it to problem solve. I use it to make headway in my life. So I'm going to challenge you to do the same today with this journal prompt. And I'm introducing to you my journal prompt flow. It's where I start with one idea or one big prompt, if you will, and then I flow through it. So as an example, a prompt that I think is an okay prompt, it was actually a prompt from Deepak Chopra. He said, write about a current challenge you're struggling with and possible solutions. I think that's an okay prompt, but it's so big, right? I'm like, okay, problem and solution. That's like high level for me. And it feels really big. And so it's easier to flow through it one step and one emotion at a time. And I also think without doing that, in this prompt especially, 
you risk jumping to conclusions versus allowing yourself to feel what it truly feels and aligning with the best solutions. So here's how I would take that same exact prompt, but tweak it for a complete journal entry, for a transformative journal entry with a journal prompt flow. Write about a current challenge you're struggling with, and this could be an actual problem at work that you need to troubleshoot, an argument with a friend, an internal struggle, anything. So write about a current challenge you're struggling with. This is the awareness piece. Just write it out. That's the start. And then here's the flow. How does it make you feel? How is this showing up in your life? When did it start? Where are you coming from? Like, what is your point of view of this struggle? This is optional. Where is the other party, meaning the other person or the idea coming from? Where's the other person coming from? What are the possible solutions? So does anything come to mind? And then what feels best? Which of those solutions feels most aligned for you? And then of those, what is the first step if you were to take an action today? So this is something usually small, like a conversation that you need to have or an email that needs to be sent or booking a reservation or submitting paperwork, right? It's nothing, it's not this grand gesture of a huge solution. It's small steps that inch you closer, not just to a solution for your problem, but to feeling better throughout the whole process of the resolution. This flow is how I do all of my journal. Well, I shouldn't say all of my journal entries because all of my journal entries aren't this deep. I do give you permission to have days where you're just like, eh, here's my to-do list. But you just learned how to quickly and effectively self-reflect and journal in a mindful way where you do feel an emotional release and you might even have some clarity. And then I also shared with you that journal prompt flow for when you do sit down and you don't want to spend an hour at your journal, you can utilize that. And if you do, if this is your first time journaling, you might spend an hour. I will share too. Maybe this should have been at the forefront of this episode. One of my clients that was just in Emotionally Empowered, I was just reading through some comments today and she had written, I think, six pages one time uh, because she liked the prompt that I provided so much and it triggered so much um, clarity and action steps for her. And she was like, six pages later and here's what I discovered. So you will have days like that. And honestly, those days are really great too because you feel so good afterwards. So now you know that really you just need 15 minutes and how to go about it. I will add all of these prompts for you in the show notes for you to come back to later on. If you liked this topic and you really resonated with it, I would love to hear from you in a review or a rating or just simply shoot me a direct message. I always love hearing from you guys after you listen to my episodes. And also share this with a fellow busy mama who needs some relief. We all know one or seven. <laughs> 
And lastly, if you are a local to Western New York, I'll be hosting my first official in-person workshop on Saturday, March 23rd. Enrollment is going to open up later this week. So if you are local and interested, just shoot me a message over on Instagram at samantha.s.says or email me at hello at samantha-says.com. So I can send you a link with all of the information for you to check it out. Happy writing. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.